0: This is can we talk it over the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed Make the time to subscribe and let's pull back those sheets. Hey, welcome back to another uh podcast this is talk it over talk it over is the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed and we have a hot topic for you today we also have some amazing uh new guest co-host um Let's welcome to the show first, uh, Miss Anel. Hello, Anel. How are you?
1: Hello, I'm good. Thank you. Thanks Wonderful. for inviting
0: me. Now you're, you, we we are all uh, usually we're in the show's big old bed, but because of the pandemic that we know is going around, we're honoring um, the social distancing, so we're all in our own big old beds. So uh, welcome to the show for the first time, and uh, we also have an amazing uh, another amazing human being. Uh, we'll let him. Uh, talk about himself, uh, Mr. J, or as I call him, Dr. J. Welcome to the show.
2: <laughs> thank you, Th- thank you, Kai. Um, Dr. J has better hops than me. I can't oh. jump.
0: <laughs> well, that's all right. Look, not, not now. I'm sure you. I'm sure you guys are about on equal footing right about now.
2: Well, maybe I don't know. White guys can't jump anyway. So
0: that's what I hear. But you know, I've seen I've seen some things. Um And let's see, Robin, It's Robin, you're back.
3: Hey, thank I'm you. I'm back. Hey, guys.
0: Yes. You, you're going to be like a regular on the show now, right?
3: I accept. I accept.
0: That's yes, what's up? And uh, of course, last but most certainly not least, we got our uh, co-host, Big O.
4: Yo, yo, yo. Glad to be back as always. How are we doing, everybody?
0: Everybody is
4: doing I've been well good. so
0: far. Yes. Great, great. All right. So with all of what's going on around the world, even before the uh, coronavirus, um, as custom, uh, Talk It Over always does the feel-good story of the day. And that's really designed to kind of pull us um, together and synthesizing as one cohesive unit. So with that said, I am going to jump in and hit our feel-good story of the day. Let's see. All right. There is a restaurant in California, restaurant flooded with business after launching an adopt a doctor or nurse catering service. Hmm. California restaurant has found a compassionate way of keeping their business open while simultaneously caring for hospital staffers fighting the coronavirus outbreak. All right. So in addition to, to continuing their takeout and delivery services, the Tootsie Restaurant at the Stanford Mall in Palo Alto has been using their catering service to feed doctors and nurses at their local hospitals. Wow. All right? Isn't that a great story? It
4: is. It's beautiful.
0: Wonderful things that we, uh, that we can do Uh, to combat the coronavirus and make life easier for those uh, around us, Um, service should be, I'll, I'll just say this personally, I'd like to put service ahead of everything that I do. If I can serve my fellow life mates to the best of my ability, then everything that I want for myself Work out. So the right. hospital has Absolutely. been serving. Thank you. And so the hospital has been serving more than two thousand meals to various hospitals, depart uh, hospitals um, in the Bay Area. So that is a wonderful thing. We want to thank the Tootsie Restaurant in Palo Alto for being of service to our medical staff while we all fight through this virus so that we can come up uh, as better people. So, everybody feeling good? Sounds yes, good? Yes, yes, yes. ready to jump yep. in?
4: Yep, let's oh, do it.
0: All right, big O, let's, let's get it because we got a right. topic today, man. We need all the time we can get to get through this
4: one. I think you're right. So, I'm going to go ahead and bring it to you. The topic of the podcast today is how has dating changed through the generations? What do you miss... Mm-hmm. what has most surprised you mm-hmm. and where do you foresee it going
0: okay
4: now we talking specifically in dating but you know the crossover of course because this is a dating relationship podcast let's throw relationships in that as well how has how has that changed but let's yeah let's go to it
0: all right anybody <laughs> nobody <laughs> I, wants to take I, this I, I, oh. I can jump in Here, yeah. Go ahead, Robin. yeah ladies first yes
3: I didn't see all those other parts of that question, but the first part, I mean, obviously the first thing that jumped at me was that the, 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 obvious, the online dating, you know, era that we're all, that we all find ourselves in or living through, um, whether we're experiencing it personally or not, and how incredibly strange that is <laughs> to some of us, um, and not so strange to others. Um, and in saying that, it, the big obvious that I feel I see at, at, from from my age point of view is, um, I feel that it is, but this is probably with the whole media, social media type thing in general, but I really feel that it has turned into more of a, um, almost a physical type.
4: Um, a meat market.
3: I, I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to say that. Um, i say don't, I don't think, I don't think that. I mean, uh, now in, in hearing a lot of these things, there's definitely some places that are like that and specifically kind of for that. But I feel, you know what I I feel? So back in the day, you could go into a, let's say a nightclub or a restaurant or a party and you see somebody and they're going to be attractive because you know, we all, we all see with our eyes first, Uh but at the same time you're watching that person and they might have this unbelievable laugh or, the way they carry themselves, and Uh it's a kind of a package that you see and are attracted to first. Okay. Now go to online. You got to like that person for what they look like first, Uh and then about them after. I got a real problem with that.
4: Okay. I see what you're (laughs) saying. Real
3: real problem with that. So it, it, it makes it a big physical thing. And I think the longer the people are geared towards that, because it seems like that's I mean, even at my age, I think, well, geez, you don't meet, meet people in the line at the ATM anymore or whatever. It's not going to
4: happen.
3: It just, just doesn't happen. Because everybody are is kind of doing that way. And now, would you say, makes me sad. That makes Would you, me sad.
4: Would you say that's a, a, a tri-state thing, not meeting people at the the grocery line or the ATM line? Would you say that's like a more urban city dweller type conundrum?
3: Oh, I don't. Oh, hmm. I they don't know. Worse it's worse
2: on that. It's worse in California. It's worse.
3: Because I'm, I'm from California as well. So that's I, that's funny because I was going to compare no, no, it. No,
2: people spend more time in their cars. Yeah, they do. Exactly.
3: Yeah. 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 I think the more outdoor type living you, you, you spend, the easier it is to meet people outside. Yeah, I've only been here for 20 years. So, yeah, that could be.
4: That was what I was going to say. Is the balance? I think is the, the yeah. opportunity, right? Like you, you. <laughs> I don't know if I would ever approach somebody at an ATM up in New York. they like, "Wait a minute, I'm getting my money." Uh, this is a vulnerable spot. You come up here talking exactly. and like, that's just not a good. That's not a good opening. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's a, that's a bad example, actually. <laughs>
0: actually uh, Anel, what do you want to say? It seems like Anel wants to jump in. Come on.
1: I want to disagree with the whole mid-market premise. Uh, I think. Um, I think the. Abs are very important because nowadays we are dating while much older, uh, I think, in your early 20s or back in the day when, I'm, and I'm talking about my parents' time, and if you were uh, college age or early 20s and you were looking for the person you were going to marry, to get married to. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, uh, this is the time. There's a lot of single people around. Let me pick one. And this is going to be the person that I that I get married to. But now we are dating while much older. Um, a lot of us have never been married. A lot of us have just decided to live with someone and they are single right now. A lot of people got divorced. Like we are dating while much older. And right now, <laughs> meeting people in real life becomes has become way more awkward n- not Without knowing if they are single, if uh, they are into you, if uh, if they're available in so many ways, so it'd be weird to like even at bars you can see somebody who you actually feel attracted to, but uh, you don't get the confidence to go and talk to them because you don't know what their deal is. Because at this uh, time of life, there are so many possibilities that they are mm-hmm. in a situation that they can't date.
4: Let me let me yeah i want to counter that because that's i I hear exactly what anel is saying but my thing on about that is like what's to say that they're not totally fabricating what they put out on their apps right like you 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 rely i think in this and I, i hear her i me i've never personally found success dating online i'm much more of a like let me get out here and meet people i need to interact with people i think i'm I, there's a song called uh, Middle Generation, and I think I'm caught in between both. I'm caught in between the, the generation that went out and met at grocery stores and talked. And I'm also caught in between that generation where it's like apps became relevant. Like, you know, I'm, I remember what it was like to have no computer mm-hmm. and knowing what dial-up was and knowing what, you know, like what how to get onto a modem and all that stuff. And so I've watched all of these, the prevalence of all these apps and video chats. And I remember, you know, my grandma, the rotary phone, like having to remember people's numbers. Like who remembers people's numbers anymore? Um, Just Having a speed dial. So that's the generation I'm coming from where I feel like, all right, I still have some social skills to go out and actually meet people. But I also have some technology skills and I much prefer, I'm much more, uh, prefer the the social to the technology, where it's like, hey,
2: but isn't it so much easier I, today to, to find out stuff about people quickly? Yep. Uh, for example, yesterday I was on a, a venture capital pitch. I run a venture capital back company, a technology company, and I was on a venture capital pitch for a company that that offers um, an online test kit for sexually transmitted diseases, and you can you can actually then post your profile and prove to your prospective date. That you are STD free, or if you wow. got awful disease, it, 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 at least you know how to treat it. And you're coming up, oh, oh, how, Lord God, in the in <laughs> past, nobody would ever have talked about that until, you know, way late. It's so right. much to find stuff out. Robin was just Googling me just like minutes yeah. ago. <laughs> so I confess. Everything about me quickly. Yeah. Yep. It's so much easier.
0: Yep. I I am um, I totally agree. I um, I couldn't even imagine now meeting a woman anywhere other than online first and beginning oh. recording. Wow. There. wow! Yeah, because well, because. Because one, you can stop things before they start, right? So you can find out information. I'm always looking for buzzwords and catchphrases that are going to give me uh, an indication as to who this woman might be. But just also
2: like a Nazi chainsaw that thats not yeah, it.
0: absolutely. And you know, meeting a woman in person in public, uh, like Anel was saying. Is near impossible now in the 21st century. I remember 30, 40, 50 years ago. Yeah, I could meet a woman on the street with ease. Now, today, it's very difficult to approach a woman anywhere. And I've had experience where I've done it. And before you know it, I'm some sort of pervert maniac when I simply Ah. said, hey, you know, um, walk up introduce myself I'm like hey I saw you over there you seem like a woman I'd like to get to know and all of a sudden she's like well where were you watching me from how long were you watching me and I'm like whoa hold on So yeah yeah that's that's an
4: example that's an example and
0: so yeah exactly
4: (laughs) work on your pitch
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay uh this has happened to me enough um to deter me from that. And again, I could back in the day, I could meet a woman just about anywhere anytime. Now for me, I definitely I would say if I meet a woman, it's definitely uh, a woman that I've met online we've talked, we've made a decision to exchange numbers and then we go from there. So, it, so, you know, it's, it's, it's the new norm, you know, and I meet old school women who go, I like to be courted. I like the old days when I don't, <laughs> those don't exist anymore.
3: Do you think that would, do you think as a, as a man, that is the same uh, instance uh, for a woman to go into a social arena and see a man and, and, you know, they might be well, interested. Do you think so, it's equally as difficult? So women
0: are going to have to do what men have had to do all the time now: put themselves out there. So if a woman is, if a woman sees me in public and she's interested in me, she's going to have to make it abundantly clear that she'd like to cultivate and nurture, possibly getting to know me. Because if she doesn't, I am not going to risk I think, putting right, myself right, in a, in a right. situation that I didn't create simply because I was trying to meet another human being.
3: So I think we all story. are putting a lot of a weight on this. A, I was going to say, that's a positive that I do see from, sure. from the online era. Um, well it, it's a twofold. Um, I, I, I question the authenticity of the online because I can be whoever I want to be. Sure. And I can be whoever I want to be as many times as I want to be that person until I actually have to meet somebody. Right. So you but you can be always better. block
0: and delete them once you start to discern and figure exactly. out that they're not who they are. That's a very useful tool to be able to block and delete someone and stop right. it before it starts. Y'all doing Rather a lot of work, man. I can with a Y'all. maniac and realize Texas Chainsaw right. Massacre. But so I was,
3: was going to say, but I think the positive is I think it is allowing some women to learn to be...
4: More aggressive. A little
3: bit more aggressive. The aggressor. I mean, I ha- I have that in me, assertive.
0: Assertive. <laughs> aggressive is, is But
3: yes, yeah, n- not aggressive. I'm yeah, sorry. Assertive. assertive. That's exactly that's what I wanted to say. Thank you for correcting me. Yes, I have that. I, I I sort of have always had that a little bit, unfortunately, but but I see that in a lot of people that I would never normally expect that from. And it has built their confidence a little bit. So I you know, I see I see the twofold. I can I see the insecure type people wanting to be whoever they want to be because they get security out of that because of the feedback they're getting. And I see the, the opposite, you know, that the, 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 maybe the quieter thinking, you know what, I can't stand it for myself. I am proud of who I am. I can be who I want to be. I can actually ask that person.
4: So, so let me counter, let me counter real quick. Cause I, I think Nas, your examples are, are, um, I think I want to say not, um, You're putting too much pressure, but I feel like people are putting too much weight on what it means to actually meet someone, especially in person. Like we've had a couple of guests on here that I've met in person and I met them in person. Like I don't me. I, I have no ability to make a judgment on somebody based on a digital profile. Everything has to come from interacting with this person in the real world. And so I hear what people are saying, but it's almost the opposite to me where I'm like, okay, say you can know this person based on what they put on their profile. You can, I'm like, yo, that could be total fabrication, but you can't really fake the energy. You can't fake an energy interacting with you. That can be fake. I can tell if something's off and I can determine, and you say, you know, you can delete a profile or you can block somebody. I cannot pick up a phone. I cannot send a text. Right. I can block a number from reaching me. So it's not that difficult. The where you know, I, and going out, and then this is where I was going to ask you, Nas, is like you saying it's difficult to meet somebody on the street. Where are you going? Which street? Right? Because <laughs> I don't think it's a, it's probably not a safe bet to meet anybody when you're like in a commuting, unless you just happen to see that person on your regular commute all the time. And then you maybe have some type of connection, like I see you, you see me make a little joke here and there about how crowded the train is, blah, blah, blah. And then you can start up a conversation that way, but just to see somebody random that you've never seen before and you just go up to that person, I don't think I would do that in any situation, unless it's a it's a atmosphere that's designed so, for that, so like a yeah. bar or a party or
0: so again back in the day we're talking 30 40 50 years ago you could do that much easy absolutely it's much okay. easier to do that absolutely. so that's something that's changed Yeah, that is yeah right, which is like which is what the question is like how has it changed over mm-hmm. these generations and I'm and I'm stating that 30 40 50 years ago it was much easier to just to go Robin. up to somebody. Absolutely, absolutely. Interesting. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. That was. I mean, that was the way it was done. If you didn't know that person, you didn't have someone to introduce you to that person. You had to go and make an introduction.
4: Interesting. So it was. So,
0: why, you know,
3: with the
4: and look,
0: just, and and look. So look, Jay and and maybe Robin can even uh, attest uh, to that. To it even more. Yeah. Just look. Back in the era of, of hippies, I mean, a lot of hippies probably met and connected literally in a very real time, visceral, in the moment situation. I mean that that wasn't it wasn't difficult, right? Um, Jay and Rob,
2: yeah, Jay, you want to speak in to that? San Francisco in 1972, just oh. after the summer of love, and I can testify to the fact that that's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that I mean, you uh, pl- and there wasn't any other way. To right. Meet Wait, a human. Right. There, exactly. Right. There was no other way to meet a human. Right. You exactly. You could see a picture of someone. You could see a movie of someone on Super 8. Right. Yeah. I love
3: having Jay here.
2: <laughs> it was even, you know, before the days of the VHS cassette. <laughs> yeah, we are, yeah. Yeah, those were those were analog days the analog yeah. days are gone so yeah. we have to uh, adapt to the to, to the to new the paradigm so um i um i'll give you an example i um uh four and a half years ago i felt generationally challenged about um about dealing with the younger generation so i embedded myself as the executive director of something called major league hacking which is a hackathon league hackathons are what 18-year-olds do over a weekend. And so I, I wanted to embed myself so I would know what an internet native lives and works like and dates like and has relationships like. And God above, it is different. It is way different. Uh, it is a sure. completely different. Um, you know, a lot, that, that group, that cohort did not even buy lunch analog. Everything was online. Wow! Even you know you ordered your Chinese food on Slate on uh, Slack.
4: Okay, so let me ask Jay and Robin both because y'all are speaking from from the standpoint of what's changed mm-hmm. uh, since you got into the dating atmosphere. Can you speak to what it was like for you when you first entered? For your parents or the older generation, what did they, what did they say that you guys were doing? that they didn't do it. that they were like, oh my God, I can never do, go out here and meet people. Telephone. It was telephone. Telephone was. Telephones.
2: Spend all your oh, damn time on the telephone. All exactly. <laughs> <Yeah. Girl>, night. <laughs> you have
3: to, you have to yeah. invest in those extra long cords so you could take yeah. it around the corner. Exactly. In the bathroom yes. to have that private conversation. And yes. if you were really, you are a really good girl back in my day, when I was maybe older teens, you got your own line in your own bedroom.
0: Oh, wow. wow. You were <laughs> look, that, was so, look. that
3: was huge. That was huge. You had to be a real good girl.
0: I remember. Upper, I in class. Look, you, rem- <laughs> you remember having to, uh, uh, you're on the phone talking and someone picks up the other <laughs> phone and you like got to <laughs> yell to them that you're on the phone <laughs> or, or look, you got an before two way calls came in, you're on the phone courting and someone has been trying to dial in and reach your family member and they get a busy because oh, yeah. you've jammed up oh, all yeah. those things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Busy so, signals. Yeah, busy yeah.
2: signals. Like all the, all it's, that protocol. You know? Yeah. yeah. You know, the, so I was,
3: was from a family of four girls. So you know oh, what? Boy. By the time by the time and I was the oldest, so by the time you know we were all of of age, somebody was always getting on that line, you know, and the younger ones would be like, You've had you've been on this line for twenty minutes. You know and <laughs> <laughs> Your poor boyfriend or whoever might be on the other end would be like, wow, really? <laughs> like, yes.
0: I, yeah. I have a question for Anel. Anel, mm-hmm. h- how did your parents meet?
1: Um. Well, first of all, this whole thing happened in Mexico, which I believe things are different. Sure. Um, but um, with me, my dad uh, was like a... How do you say that? He was like a president for some student associ- association. So they would have like talks, and they would um, they would deal with a lot of student things, like uh, not only college. So,
0: in other words, he had the pick of the litter.
1: Yeah, kind of. <laughs> my mom had seen him uh, like speak, and she knew he existed, and my mom was attracted to him. So one day, she was speaking to a friend, and she said to her, um, hey, I, I kind of like that guy. And my dad's friend happened to be around. So he goes to my dad, and he's like, hey, she said she was interested in you. And that's how, com- that's how come my dad started speaking to my mom, but he already knew that she was into him.
2: That's like social media old style. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it is.
1: That's
3: exactly. the telephone exactly. line. It's like telephone line, you know? And right. it was always like you, you depended on your friend to sort of nudge that other person to say, you know, my friend really likes you. That's, That's right. how it I went. Got a, I got a
2: connection, the guy. So I have to walk over to the guy. and Bring exactly. him <laughs> and <dream laughs> over to the girl. and then they <laughs> That's so, like in the old world.
4: So, yeah. so, but Naz, what you're saying, and, and Jay, you attested to this, is that if you had no connection, if there was not a medium, that the ability to go up and speak was, it was uh, accepted on the streets. Mm-hmm. Okay. You could just go up to a stranger. Absolutely. and. No question. That's <laughs> interesting. So Absolutely. the only places that I would feel ever comfortable going up to a stranger, definitely not the streets of New York, mm-hmm. but it would have to be like maybe a coffee shop or a bar or, and even then, it's not like I'm going in immediately. See, I'm, me, I'm more of the observant type. I like to, you know, get a feel for the room, but I've seen, and I've seen it, uh, you know, with my peers, it's a numbers game. they go and talk to every single person. And we've all seen that, you know, they talk to every single person Mm -hmm. they can in a time that they can, because at this point it's like, I'm not, I'm just trying to get with something, right?
2: That's right. Well, yeah, but th- that work the room skill you talked about, Owen. That that work the room skill, our muscle memory for working the room is going to get really flabby mm. in,
4: That's right. in, in
2: quarantine. So that that muscle memory and maybe even that skill set altogether is going
3: right. right. to just. Yeah, just energy level,
4: you know. <laughs> yeah, it depends on how long we're quarantined. You're, you're right. I went outside the other day just to make a grocery store run, and we've only we were coming up on what two weeks here in New York, and who knows by the time this airs, uh, what it will be. But I, one of the things that kind of struck me as odd was I walked out, and I was ready to cross the street, and in New York. You, you determine when you cross the street based on how fast you can get across that street and what the traffic looks like, right? You're not necessarily waiting for the signal. The signal. Yeah. 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 And I realized, I was like, oh, I've lost the ability. <laughs> I've <laughs> lost the ability to gauge when to go across this street.
2: The bestseller back in my generation was, uh, was a book, Life in the Time of Cholera. Yes oh uh,
3: uh, yeah.
2: Yes. yeah Marquez so you know love in the time of cholera and life at the time of cholera was uh, it was hard to imagine because none of us had dealt with cholera mm-hmm. um, But, you know here we are love in the time of cholera mm-hmm. it's it's not yeah. it's, it's not cholera it doesn't it doesn't uh, kill you quite as gruesomely but you know, COVID. COVID's pretty bad. So right. it's, it's the, th- the thing about COVID nineteen is it's more contagious than mm. cholera. You, cholera mm. right. Somebody really had to like kiss you or cough right. in your face. Here, you could just pick it up off of a counter or something. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's a it's a little bit. More, but but imagine right now if you're a desperate single um, and you really want to start dating, it's gonna be. It's not only hard; it's super hard. It's mm-hmm. extra super duper duper hard. So you just better get used to being lonely, or get into porn.
4: <laughs> <laughs> which yeah, which uh, which porn sites are, are public? Because uh-uh. we might want to invest. <laughs> invest. Like which ones are? Uh, which ones have gone private? Privatized so we can get some stock. Some stock. Oh
2: my gosh! So you've heard the you've heard the term zoom bombing. And so far, this podcast has not been Zoom-bombed. Yeah. What is that, Jay? <laughs> so I just learned that. Yeah, he's right.
3: I did, too. I just heard it, too.
2: I'd never Good heard thing of it. The thing, uh, it's, it's when hackers hack into a webinar or a Zoom call like this, because mm-hmm. these calls are generally unencrypted. Right. Uh, and most of them don't have a password. So for a mm-hmm. call that doesn't have a password, a webinar that doesn't have a password, you've got people who are hacking into the calls and just broadcasting porn. Taking over, so I was on a I was on a I was on a a a webinar with a famous technology um, uh, a writer, Kara Swisher, about six days ago, and that (laughs) webinar got got cut short because it got zoom bombed. Some lunatic runs streams a, a Pornhub film on the channel, and they can't turn it off.
3: Oh my
2: gosh! And so That's everybody just crazy. sees, you know, live porn on their screen. I, what what kicks someone some lunatic gets out of that? I have no idea. But it's a wow. real thing.
3: Is it amazing warrior, what people do with rhythm. their time? <laughs> it's yeah. amazing.
2: Wow uh, let let me
0: let me just jump in real quick. So you're listening to Talk It Over. Talk It Over is the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. And our topic today is how has dating changed. Throughout the generations, so uh, t- for those who have just tuned in, uh, we'd love to hear your feedback and comments. Um, Big O, you got any stats uh, for us?
4: Uh, no, topic? let me look up a few. But I, I, while I do that, I do want to ask ask Robin and and our new uh, new guest Jay, what what do you miss about? So what what are some things that have uh, been lost, or are being, are being lost that you miss would return to the dating dating scene. <laughs> well,
2: other than other than youth.
4: I'm
2: a you know I'm a marathoner, so I run um, you know I run these 26 mile runs, and I'm I'm trying to, and I I joke that I'm running away from death, and and it's true. So it's just <laughs> just a way of Keeping uh, keeping a little bit young, but if I the the one thing that it would be scary now if I were single, and I'm not. But if I were single and I were trying to date, um, is uh, the the simple act of making a connection in a non Instagram world. I mean, um, I, I look at the, the the I look at the the the, the, pic, the pictures that are up online on somebody's photo uh, Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn pages are were generally photos, images that were either in a completely false mm-hmm. setting or were taken 18 years ago. Exactly. Mm. Nobody looks like that anymore.
0: Mm. Gravity mm. is
2: not our friend. No, right. Mm. Yes.
3: Or it's not even them. It's so, not even yeah. them.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I've I have i have catfished. Yeah, I've been catfished before. Yeah. Um. So one of the downsides what? to the dating sites. Yeah. I've is been catfished. I at least thought that was just a TV times. show. Is that is that um, a real thing? That's a real thing. Yeah. That's actually a real thing. Um. But what I was gonna ask. Uh. uh yeah. Funny. Crazy. Um. I was gonna ask and then share. Uh. So with Jay and and Robin because um. Jay, Robin, and myself, we all have adult children. Um, is there anything that any advice that you would give uh, your children as it pertains to dating in the uh, let's say in this new twenty first century model? Like yeah, absolutely. But,
3: uh. Absolutely. I, I and I have a, I have three boys and one and one girl. My daughter is the oldest. Um, they're actually the ones that introduced online dating to me because I had no idea what it was, and I thought how strange that all my kids are meeting people on the computer. Yep. And I never, ever, ever had to do anything like that. So I don't know how to do this. And it took me a real long time to even learn, I hate to say play the game, but how to play. How to, you know, what my piece was and how to play. What I would, what I have actually told my daughter. Um, Sometimes I think they like to just throw everything out there. Like like social media is just a world for like, you know, I'm going to tell you exactly what I had for breakfast. And you know what? Not only does anybody need to know, but they don't really care. So I, I, I'm always trying, to, I'm always saying, don't put your life yes. out there for the world. These people Great are advice. not your friends. They're That's not your friends. Number two, I then in turn will say, be 100% yourself. Because if you not, are not proud of who you are, it doesn't matter what you put on there, it's going to come out eventually. And if you're on there to find somebody then that defeats the whole purpose, right? And the last thing I'm going to say about the whole thing is what I see has, is completely different. Um, I'm one that doesn't necessarily believe in that one universal soulmate or whatever. I've explained that before. But however, I believe this has really moved us into a um, less committed oh, territory. Yeah. Oh, in yeah. other words, Cook if up, I don't find okay. you, there's somebody else I can, I can easily jump. It's right. like going into a marriage and saying... Um, well, this is cool because if this doesn't work out, I can always get divorced. Sure, that's a little bit more of a serious issue. But when there is more opportunity out there, it, it, it seems to be creating a less committed personality on the younger people.
4: The commitment there's um I think uh Nas, one of the books you you mentioned or I've come across uh mentioned that exact thing about how a lot of couples now, especially the younger couples or the couples of this generation are finding themselves having problems because of that grass is greener mentality that Robin has spoke about isn't this becoming, like she said, the access in the in the social media world and the technology just shows you this broad array of options.
2: It, it, it's, yeah, yeah, it's like shopping in Russia. Everything is on sale all the time. So, the, so the, <laughs> but the, the, the one thing for the, the younger generation um, is, is losing here is there is, there is absolutely no obligation, no, no natural inclination to introduce your friends or your romantic interests to your parents. Mm we did that podcast jay would save them a ton of trouble because i know satan when i see her <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. uh, Naz, let me I, let me give you real quickly uh some some stuff that we i found uh in okay. on, on insider
0: but before you do big oh can we give uh can we give uh the youngest and the millennial uh oh, absolutely a to to take a stab and rebut some of uh, what us old folks talking about. You want you got anything you want to add, Anel?
1: Yes, I uh, I completely agree on the and on how online dating has. Um, I, I think it certainly helps for the hookup culture, but I don't think hookup culture is necessarily because of dating apps. I think that just comes from. I don't know. I, I, my, my whole theory about this whole thing, is that uh, we are not at a point anymore in which you have to get married by a certain age. So there uh-huh. is no pressure uh, for anyone to commit to anything. So, uh-huh. and also a little people. so take out that pressure. That's like a social thing that we had to fall back on my parents' time, for example, um, And you can just do whatever you want. And a lot of people are just, uh, a lot of people just go around life without not knowing what they want and just playing it by the minute. And I think that's where hookup culture comes from. Um, I don't think it's necessarily because of dating apps, but for people more my age, which I am assuming that I should be older than your kids maybe, Um, I'm 30. So in In my... (laughs) <laughs> In my case, um, I, I didn't start online dating, like, it, it hasn't been, it been even a year since I started. So, and oh. before that, I was under the impression that everybody was taken. Uh, I, I came out of a three-year <laughs> relationship, and I'm like, but there are no single guys anymore. I literally it felt that way i would go to a party there were no single guys and when i would go to a party and then i would meet somebody who um, who i kind of liked and then oh yeah my girlfriend couldn't make it today or my wife couldn't make it today i'm gay so it's like, <laughs> like I just thought like they weren't like guys available to me anymore i thought that was the reality and then i um I started the apps and I'm like, you know what? Those guys exist. A lot of them I'm not going to like. A lot of them um, have different deals. But in a world in which you as okay, hold on, I'm going to something else. Uh, but yeah, that opened my eyes to the fact that single people still exist. People who are looking for a stable relationship still exist. Um, that's that's one thing. So the availability of people at an older age, uh, as I said at the beginning, uh, it's, is limited in real life. Like, how do you know that, that if you, yeah, if you go to a bar, there is like, they're very low. I don't think they've been head on, on person in a really long time. <laughs> um, really like I would go to bars and like, when was the last time somebody walked up to me? Like, I don't remember. Um, so that's for, that's for one thing, like the, because when you are in college, uh, and when you're in your, on your, in your early twenties, there are so many group. there's a larger group of people who are single and available. Like they might, on it, they might be on it, but at least there are people who are available. In your immediate circle, your college groups, and then after you fin- you finish college, you have friends who have friends, and you go to parties and you meet them. Um, but your circle starts getting like uh, wow. it's it shrinking as you grow older, yes. uh, and you just hang out with the same three people all the time. So I think that's that's a benefit from the apps. And another okay. thing to say regarding the fake profiles, um, I think they they they're fairly easy to spot.
0: Absolutely. I, I
1: think, yeah. I think uh, totally. it's very easy, and even if you start talking to them, like it really takes like a three line exchange. A- absolutely. To be, like, that to absolutely. Interesting.
4: Um, absolutely. So I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know that because I don't. That's not my world.
0: Stop bragging. Oh what do the experts say
4: so you know um this i found this on, on insider.com how dating is different now all right and uh what are talking about <clears throat> this was written let me see if i can find the contributing author angela johnson and uh, this was written back in 2018 so not that long ago uh, but to talk about how apps and the internet can expand your dating pool far beyond the boundaries of your immediate neighborhood. That's what nail was talking about with the, uh, you know, being able to reach out beyond just your immediate circle. Uh, and But it also allows you to gather intelligence on a person before you meet face to face. But there are some aspects of dating in the 21st century that are a lot more complicated and potentially more dangerous than what your parents had to deal with. So one, the they say social media can tell you too much about a potential partner and it can tell others too much about your relationship. Um, so all that information can come at a price, knowing too much about a potential partner before you even meet them can lead you walking into a date with a preconceived notion of how that person is going to be. Uh, and that, that goes back to what Rob, uh, Robin was saying earlier about how you, back, a, back in the day, you could get a whole picture of a person, how they interact and all this other stuff. Um, but uh, and also they say dating in the age of Facebook and Instagram can also be complicated, especially when you're still trying to decide how to define yourself, mm. um, making your coupling uh, very problematic. Um, let's see, the definition of a date has changed, you know, for your parents, a date may have looked something like your father picked up your mother. From home probably with some flowers or some type of a small gift, escorted her to dinner or a movie, dropped her back off at the door uh, with a polite promise to call. Uh, now they're saying dates could be anything from just like a bunch of friends at a bar, Netflix and chill, um, you know, less, less of the romantic stuff.
2: Um, we'll uh, yeah, come on, not to interrupt, Dolan, but, <laughs> but for God's sake, uh, uh, the internet takes the role of booze out of this yeah 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 <laughs> yeah lubricant yeah right. it does it does yeah. um think of think of how uh, think of how many inhibitions or um or how much it loosens you up after a beer wine tequila margarita i mean it, mm-hmm. it, uh, mm-hmm. that that's a very great point point. 95 percent of people except those in utah uh, are, uh, are 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 lubricated the relationships are lubricated by uh by by, by that one interaction and that's a physical thing you got to be there to drink pe- with people
4: yes. absolutely absolutely, absolutely.
2: That,
0: that's right. a great point listen we're we're wrapping this up so now none of us are subject matter experts right we're all sharing our experiences and the only real question the show asks is can we talk it over in this big old bed? Um, I want to, uh, Jay, do you have anything you want to plug or promote um, and where we can find you?
2: Well, going back to, our, uh, to the feel good, Kai, I run a, one of the companies I run, it's called Fund My Team. Fundmyteam.com is running, um, running campaigns, fundraising campaigns now for sports teams whose, uh, whose coaches are now unemployed. So we're we're running fundraising campaigns for uh, for for some coaches. In fact, I'm on a a call in the next in thirty minutes uh, to to organize a big old fundraising campaign for the coaches who are unemployed right now and on the sidelines, Uh, and they're not going to have their jobs back until September or October. So they've got a big gap in their paycheck, and we're uh, we're filling that hole. And so that's how we're uh, we're for you. Yes, yes. Thank you. For you. That's
1: what's up.
0: Uh, all right, Robin, anything you want to plug or let us know about before we sign off?
3: Not that anybody can really do about it, okay. but just keep everybody else in, you know, everybody else in the world. I run an organization in in, in Uganda, and it's called um, setherfree.org. And I work with all the uh, street girls basically there, girls that are are um, at risk um, and have been abused in many, many, many ways. And so we've got some centers there and hundreds and hundreds of girls and. I'm um, trying to keep them safe right now is a r- yes. real challenge, a real oh, challenge. Yes, so just yes. keep everybody in your, in your hearts.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So thank you. Thank you all both for the works that you all are all doing. Anel, anything, any last words and, and, and will you come back and join us and do another podcast?
1: I would be happy to join you at any time.
0: Yes, that's what's up. Jay, definitely. Jay, would you come back and do the podcast some more? Why this? not? This is fun. All right. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Robin, I already know you staying with us. Can I, you, can I
3: be on with Jay, though? Because I'm feeling like I got a bookend over there. I don't there
0: know you, you to... go. Oh, yeah. Um yeah. And so uh, once again, this is Talk It Over. Talk It Over is the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. I want to thank um, my producers, uh, Anna Simakova, who's bringing us all the sound and uh, technical support. Also, um, one of our other co-producers, Bumpy, since we can't be in the studio, um, Bumpy is getting, uh, some rest and relaxation from Miss, Mr. Bumpy. Yeah. One thing to thank him. <laughs> and, uh, of course my other, um, co-producer and host of the show big O.
4: yo 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 yeah always a pleasure always i love having new new guests on here
0: oh man we love it we can't wait to have these uh the, our guests come back and join the show and offer insight um and once again i always sign off with may all your ups and downs be in bed slow motion for me. bye everybody
1: you've bye. been listening to can we talk it over the
0: only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. We hope you got what you needed. Make sure you subscribe. Holler at you next week.